0: All right, let's get started. Top of Kufiud Beyes. I'm with Aleph on the very top line. Yesterday, we spoke about a fascinating Halachic discussion. If a child receives a Yerusha, the fact that he received the Yerusha, is that a full Kenyan or is that not a full Kenyan? Is that Kilokeach? Let's say that I'm a Lokeach. I give you $5, you give me something in return. A lekicha. There's a shinui rishus. and I now Is a Yoresh like a Lokeach or is a Yoresh not like a Lokeach? So we saw this Machlokas yesterday, and Rami bar we will soon see uh, his opinion come up, Rami bar was of the opinion that reshus Yoresh is kirshus Lokeh, that when a yorish inherits something, he really owns it. Full ownership, not quasi, not partial, not conceptual, full halachic ownership. And on that note, Rav Adabar Ava, Masni Lohad Rami bar Aha, yesterday we saw Machlokes Rami bar and Rava about the topic of Yoresh, whether or not a Yoresh is Kilokach. And he said, it's not, it doesn't apply to our Mishnah at the beginning of this parak, but rather it applies to this brysa, which is on Kufiud Bezimad Aleph on the second line. Lehen avi ma'us Let's say that a father uh, wasn't such a Yosher businessman, at least not a firm one. And he, uh, he collected ribbis, he collected interest. And that money, which was interest, was was inherited downward to his son. So you have uh, you have Yaakov and you have Yosef. So Yaakov did business uh, incorrectly, and the money that came down to Yosef at Be'erusha was ribis. Even if the son knows that the money that he's holding is ribas, let's say the father was very organized, he has the bag that says principal, and then he has the bag that says interest. He's very masudar. And the kid is holding this bag knowing full well that it's usher to do so. Ladina, that child who got the Bi b'yerushah, does not have to return it to its rightful owner. Omar Rami Barchama, here we see the din of Rami Barchama that Zoso that the interest that the child inherited was such a strong Kenyan, a strong Shinui Rishus, that he fully owns it, and he does not need to give it back to the original owner from whom the interest was taken. That's Rami Barchama who holds. That Yerushus Yorish is Kirshus Lokeach, but Rava Amar No Olam Eimalach Yerushus Yorish Love Kirshus Lokeach Dami. You can't bring a Raya from here about the power of Shimli Rishus as it relates to Yerusha. Why? Because Shiny Hacha. The case of Ribbis is different. Why is the case of Ribbis different? Because the Amar Kora, the Torah says. Uh, I'll just read the Pesach inside. You should not take uh, extra money. And then the last part of the Pesach reads, imach. Your brother should be able to live with you. In fact, the drush is on this last little piece of the Pasuk, that when you take interest, it needs to be a scenario where you can live with your brother. What is the drush? Huh? You need to give back the money so your brother can live with you. However, That's only for the, for the father, because the father and his friend were the ones who had the bad business dealings. But when it comes to the son, who inherited the, the ribbus money, so by him, lo mezahir le'i rachmanah. There the Torah does not obligate him. The Torah does not obligate that child to return the money to its original owner. Baruch Atah Adonai Elohim, Heine Melech HaOloam, She'akol Nihieh Bidvaro. Amen. So the Gemara then says, He's Yerusha. Yeah, he's gone. It's like it's a model for the century. Say, According to Rami Barhama, Rami Barhama would say it's like it's like Gzela. Like if, if the Gzela has a shinui done to it that's meaningful enough, done. You're just done. You don't give back that item. Now by Gzela, you talk you have to give back the value of it. That's true. But here that's not true. Here the din of ribbis is a din that only applies to the father as it relates to returning it. It's not theft, it's not gezel. So it's not really perfectly comparable because Okay. No. By the father, he has to give back the rib, pasha. But that's because the paschah, that's not even because of the guy, it's not gzela. You agreed to the transaction. When I charge you a thousand, when I, when, I, when you borrow a thousand, I charge you eleven 1, hundred. You know what's happening. You, It's not gzela. I'm just, I'm not, we're both avaryanim. I'm not allowed to charge you and you're not allowed to pay it. So it's not gzela. So here, the dinim are different than by gzela. By gzela, you're right. We need a tikkun. But over here, you agreed to give me the extra hundred. It was us, sir, Fine, but it was the only way you were going to get the money. So you're like, fine, whatever. I need the money. So here, it's a little bit different. Now, um, yesterday, we saw the machlokes of Rami Barham and Rava in regards to our Mishnah, where uh, if a father steals and gives it to his child, he's pater. Over here, we said it was a case of ribbis. So the Gemara says about 12 lines down, 10 lines down, man la lo'abreisa, According to this approach of Rav Adabar Ava, who says that the Machlokes of Rami Bar-Cham and Rav is on this brisa over here, the case of Rebis, kol shekein amas nisen, all the more so that it would be true in regards to our Mishnah. And Manda Masi Loa Masnison, but those who teach this Machlokas of Rome Barchama and Rava in regards to our Mishnah, Avalabraisa, Rome Barchama Rova Masnila. It's possible that in our Mishnah, which is a little bit more classical, a regular case of Gzela, there we might have our Machlokas, but when it comes to Ribis, if, according to approach number one that we saw yesterday, that the machlokets of Rami Barchama and Rava is about our Mishnah, then perhaps by the Brisa, where there's a unique din by the world of Ribbis, perhaps Rami Barchama would have agreed with Rava that uh, it would not be uh, the regular rules of thumb. Could be the case. Don't know. Quarter of the way down Rabanan. Rabbanan. Hagoza lumachil is banav, a person who steals and feeds his children. Ptur and milashalim, we've seen this before, that your puts are from paying back. What if the father left over that which he stole as a Yerusha to his children? So then it depends. Gidolim, if your child is a gadol, is a, is a godol, he's above the age of Halachic Akhris, he's 13 in a day, Chayavan There, the child who knows that he inherited gzela, he has to give it back. However, But when it comes to children who are underage, they're potr to pay. Now, look at this fascinating line that makes no sense. If the older children said, hey, we don't know what what our our father negotiated with you, Pturin. So says the Gemara, who cares what you know? You see, you're 17, 18 years old and you have a Yerusha and you know it's Gezel. But, you say I don't know what your business deal is. Why does that exempt the gadol? So the gemara says mishum Amre, ein anu yodin to it. What, what? What does their knowledge have anything to do with it? If in fact that we can show one way or the other that there is gzela, then it needs to be repaid by the gadol. Who cares what their uh, what their feelings are in the matter? I tell this to my children all the time. There are some things where your feelings matter, and there are some things where they don't need to matter. You're making them matter, but they don't need to matter. It isn't emotional to go put on your shoes. You're making it emotional, but it doesn't need to be. You can choose. I don't care what your feelings are, Gadol, the child who got, Your feelings don't matter. So says the Gemara. Why did the Gemara say that the feelings matter if they don't matter? There's actually an incorrect language here. Really, it's Gedolim. What the Gedolim in fact said was not as we had just seen it presented, but rather we're about a third of the way down, a little bit more. Oh, that's different. Now they're making a claim against you. They're not saying I don't know what my father did. They're saying my father didn't do business with you. That's a whole different ball game. And if the children say that Turin, because then they're making then it's it's one against one. You're coming to my to my estate and saying. Uh, let's say, Yosef, Yosef is the child, your father, Yaakov, owes me money. And I'll say, that's not true. I have my father's ledger. You're not saying the truth. So, Chad against Chad, then they're puttered to pay. The, the case will escalate to bezdin. but up until when it's just Chad against Chad, you are the claimant and I'm the one who has to pay. Out. So, uh, Yeah. That is why. That is that. that's what we just said. Yeah, that's why that's why the gadolum don't have I'm holding the money. You say I owe you money. I say no I don't. And I and my father didn't know you, didn't have any business with you. I have to have it can't be out of thin air. I have to have something to show for it, a ledger or whatever. I have to have some data. That's that's the that's the case for the most recognition as well. This is it's putting up with the it. kid. There's like this assuming there's a bubble for typing element, but they're your but it's not no, it's not, it seems like a difference. Well, the case only changed when the kids opened their mouths. Right? When the kids said nothing, they had to pay because it was clear. The guy, the guy claimed. The children said, Oh, I hear you, you're right. Here's a check. But when the brothers, when the sons said, No, 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 my father had nothing to do, Lopashka Babylamidi. And that's a claim against it's more about Hamotzi I didn't look into the Rishonim, I'm postulating it's more about Hamotzi Mechavero than anything else because who cares that he's a Yorish? If he owes the money, he owes the money. I just think when they don't know, when they say they don't know, it's not also Hamotzi you know? That's a good question. It also be, right? Possession it's... is nine times the law in other words. Mm-hmm. Possession is nine. Well, yeah, an American, right? But yeah. that's, like but a, that's what Hamotzi that that mean, that's that's actually, what actually means. means. It's true. So maybe the concern is, is that the fact that they they that say that they don't know isn't it, it's not moti mixas. It's it's them it's them being clueless. It's like deer in the headlights a little bit. That's not Hamotzi Mechavero. Hamotzi Mechavero is when there's a claim that says, "Wait, I'm you don't I do not i do not owe you money." So when we're chad against uh, again postulating, when we're chad against chad, then possession is nine tenths of the law. But when the guy's like, "I don't know what you're talking about," he's like, well, uh, "Your feelings don't matter." <laughs> because it's a claim against a non-claim. He's just saying, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not enough. That's insufficient. It's anyways not what the claim was. The Gemara touched it up to say the claim was different, but the a good question. Halfway down. Tanya Idach. We have another brysa on the same topic. A gozel humachil A person steals and feeds what they stole to their children. Peturim Yilashalim, just like we saw. However, things take a change in this brysa as it relates to the Yerusha. Hiniach lifneihem Let's say that the father placed food in front of, not, not correct, the father gave a Yerusha, right? The father stole grain, and then Be'erusha, Bir- the kids got it, and they ate all the grain. In such a case, even Ketanim would be Chayib, which is a little bit of a problem, because Ketanim have no Das, Ketanim have no nothing, they don't have anything. So they ask the Gemara, Ketanim, Mimechay, they five lines before the wide lines azikazuke all they can do is cause damage. Remember the Mishnah from Pebes that Ra don't mess with children in regards to finances. They will only mess you over. that you will gain nothing, it is not worth it. don't steal their lunch money, it is not kedai. So what the Gemara is saying over here is, we learned this Mishnah in Pebes. and what that means is that this kid it can only hurt you. What, what do you mean? That means by definition, he doesn't have to pay you back. So says the Gemara, Amar Papa kamar. Really when the this new b'risa says, that bang g'dolim Ben chayavin, that's in a case of lifneihem ve'adayin lo achlum. That's when that which was stolen is still there. chayavin. Super interesting case, okay? Very interesting. Here's what happened. I went into your back. Uh, I, a, a man went into into your backyard and stole twenty pounds of grain. Then the man died in Beerusha. The katan, the nine year old, inherited the bag of grain. The bag of grain is still sitting there, and uh, the din is that he's chayv to return it. Ah, he's a katan. So how did we solve the problem? All we said was that the bag still exists, and because there's a kium of that which still exists. You can't hide behind the fact that he's a katan. If the bag still exists, and the guy knows that it's his bag, that his bag, he's the nixal, the katan has to give it back to him. Oh, yeah. bag of- there, the kid ate it. Now the bag is gone. Oh no, no. first case is the case of the interest. Oh. You say had a bag of interest and in a bag of the principal. Why, why is that case? In- I mean, probably not what happened it's yeah <laughs> I, don't listen to me you, you need to read you need to read between the lines you know yeah I, I don't know i don't i don't know i don't know if it i don't know if it was like that who does that that you said it's very very organized uh a very organized banker it is it's a condition i know it's a problem it's a problem i'm working on it but in the meantime only listen to half the things i say so therefore uh, by the way, I don't know if you can compare the cases anyways, because it's ribbis and ribbis is a Kiddush, like we saw like, like more earlier, but it's a, it's a, a fair question. Okay, Omar Rava, two lines before the wide lines. We've been talking about theft. What about the following? The father didn't do anything wrong this time. He borrows a cow, and then the father dies, and therefore, Beyerusha, the She'ela of the Para, goes down to the next generation. So Yaakov had a cow, Yaakov died, his son Yosef, ended up taking over the cow. So, as long as the, the shayla, the borrowing is in place, the halacha is that the uh, the child is allowed to use it. The terms and conditions still apply with one exception. That if mesa, if the animal dies under normal circumstances, what we call mesa, machmas malacha, then, that the children, the yorshim, are not obligated if an animal dies be'onas. Whereas the Shoel is obligated for onsin, the yorish of the She'elah is not chayv and onsen. It's a chiddush. Kesvuren, what if the children thought that the Para actually belonged to their father? Let's say the dad wasn't a little OCD and the dad did not put a little thing around the person's neck that said, This is borrowed from so and so. Return to this address on this date at this time. But the Yorshim thought he that Betsy the cow belonged to the father and then they got hungry. Utvachuha and ate the animal. Then they have to pay a lower market cost for this animal. Um, a very interesting mathematical Rashi that we're not going to read, but basically, the children are obligated to pay two thirds of the cost of the animal. So, less a thousand dollar animal, so they pay six sixty seven to the original owners for that which they consumed. Actually, financially, not a bad deal. That's seven cents, uh, seventy cents on the dollar for a cow. That's 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 how Brandis is going to open. <laughs> I'm telling you, we should. Is uh, Ben Pakuo. That's uh, you've missed a lot of Ben Pakuo, dap. And we have to. We're going to name your restaurant. Let's go. What? We really <laughs> says the Gemara, <laughs> this is the last part of the brisa from Rava. So we had said by Parashu'la that they can use it, and if the animal dies, they're completely potter. Then we said if they thought it was the father's, and they have to pay. Then the last part of the brisa, we don't know if it's referring to the first case or the second case. And the Gemara says, <laughs> That if, in fact, the father had left over that which was a lean, something connected to, to Karka, then Chayyav and But we don't know what he's talking about. Was he talking about the She'ela in the first case, uh, where therefore, even though it says Patr in the first case, but if it was connected to Karka, then they have to pay? Or no, were we talking about the second case where Kisurim Shelavim, where you only have to pay two-thirds, but maybe what this means is you have to pay whole. We don't know. So it says the Gemara, Some say that the last part of the B'risa, uh was about the rashab ikadamasna la safa man damasna la rashab kol shikena the one who says that the third clause of the of the brisa which is on the second wide line uh, was talking about the first case, the case of Mesa Incheyavin Beonse. He would definitely agree to the seifa Kol Shekina seifa, and this would be this approach would be Upliga derav Papa. We haven't learned about Rav Papa yet, but we will soon. And this approach would argue with Rav Papa. But Manda Masni those who learned that the final clause of the Brysa speaking about the second case, the case of kiswurm Shalavin Aval Reishalo, he would not say that. Vahainu Dit Rav Papa. Rav Papa would agree with this latter approach. What is going on with this Rapapa thing? Says the Gemara, eight lines from the bottom, the Amar Rapapa, Papa, as follows. Sapara genuvalo. V'tavcha Let's say that you had an animal that was already stolen. I stole it on Friday before Shabbos. On Shabbos, I take my shkita knife, I'm not feeling very firm, and I shech the animal. Chayev. You're obligated to pay dalid ve'hey. Which is super weird, because we have a din called Kamle B'dirab And when one does a Shechita, the larger consequence is definitely worse than Dalit V'Heh. Skila is pretty bad. So what's the deal? Why is it that we would not employ the principle of Kamle B'dirab Says the Gemara, a This is a Rav Papa Chiddush. Go ahead and try and explain this line to me. You stole the item on Friday. And since you stole the item on Friday, then when you shechted it on Shabbos, there's no kamle bidderabamine. That's what the Gemara means. You have an answer? I don't know. Vahe yes. Are an extension. Yes. Of the I, think so. I think so. I think so. I think so. Meaning there's no dalid veheh without ganeba. Because there's no dalid veheh without ganeba, then when you do your Shrita on Shabbos morning, the Dalit Behe is theft, right? This level of theft has now increased. So there's a lot of ways to say it in Lambdas. Either that the Dalit Behe is an extension of, like you were saying, there's another uh, lambdas, which is that Gzela level one is Kfel. But the Gzela level two, you've now kicked things up a notch, is a new level of Gzela, but it's all Gzela. And therefore you you. It's Gzela. Yes, you shechted, but it's Gzela, and therefore there's no Kamle B'dirat. Huge Chiddush in Lambdus. Huge Chiddush in Lambdus. Let's continue his next in. Let's say it was a borrowed animal. However, if I borrowed an animal on Friday, and then I shechted the animal on Shabbos, then you're potter. Why? The moment of Gneva is simultaneous with the Shechita. Masha'en Cain, the moment of Gneva in the case of actual, not the case of Sheila, but the Kefel and Dal case, that Gneva started before chops. Un- really fascinating. This requires a lot of thinking, but there's a lot of, so it's juicy. There's like a good, it's a good lumbus. Okay, this brings us to the next raisa. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbonin, five, six lines from the bottom of Kuf Yud Be'ez, Amid Aleph. The Pasuk says, gazal. We know that we have a mitzvah saseh Torah to return that which we stole, a classic case of L'av Hanita Le'aseh. Says the Gemara, okay, Asher Return the stolen that you stole. So says the Gemara, Ma'tam Asher We're so used to the Pasuk that we don't even think about it. It's, Thank God, some him, Most are not, but some psukim are or, or b'fiv. So, we're, we're, oh, Return the stolen that you stole. It really is pretty redundant. So, asks the Gemara, Says the Gemara, that you have to give it back in just like it was stolen. Mikan amru. Therefore, we say as follows: If I steal grain or whatever, and my children eat it, I'm ptur what if a father was he, a father left over the, uh, the food that he stole, Beirusha? Similar to what we saw earlier, that there is that shita, that because the food still exists, so that the food has to be returned. Now, Sumchas argues in this breizab. Now, the Gemara tells us a story that connects to this family politics. Brothers in law, Barhamuha de Yirmiya. The son of the father-in-law of Rav Reviermia's wife's father had, Rav Yirmiya's wife had a brother, basically. Rav Yirmiya's brother-in-law thought that the house should be his because his father owned the house. Rav was the, was the son-in-law and thought that he was going to be the Yorish of the father's house. So the brothers-in-law are arguing. It's just written in a cryptic way, but they're really brothers-in-law. And what did the Bar Chamuha do? What did his brother-in-law do? The son of the owner of the of the owner of the house. Tarak Goli. He closed the door. He closed the door in Rav Yirmiya's face. Rav Mia knocked on the door and said, Hey, hey, Shalom of By the way, I've come to claim the house. And the kid's like, bye-bye. And the door slams in his face. And goodbye. So it says the Gemara, Rav Mia was a firm guy. He went to go ask a Shaila. So Eshaila in, in ownership. So Asa LaKameh Durab Ovin. He went to go ask Eshaila to Rabbi Ovin. Amre, uh, Omar, Rav Ovin says, Shalo Hutoveya. This kid's got a better claim than you do. Why? Because his father is the one who owns the house. You're the son-in-law. Obviously, the little kid is probably the owner. He was a katan, actually. I'm going to be able to bring witnesses de. I can show you, says Ravimia, that my father-in-law agreed to give me this house. I have witnesses, I have aid him. So Omar Le, Rav Ovin says back to Rav Yermia, turning to the top of Kuf Yudbeiz Bez, Do we accept witnesses? Shalom Bifne baldin. Haray, the father-in-law is dead. You want to try and create a Din Torah, you want to bring Edim. The baldin isn't here anymore. So now we have the scenario where the original owner of the house is not alive anymore. There's no tza'va that clearly states if it goes to his own son, to the bar or to the son-in-law, to Rav Yirmiyah. So Rav Avin says, "Your hands are tied. You have witnesses. Big deal. But the ba'al din is not there. Maybe, and this is going to be our discussion for the rest of the Amud, pretty much. Maybe we should say that you're not able, that you're not able to adjudicate a case when the Balayadin are not present. That's what the Gemara recommends." About the cut, also true, right. His father, yeah, as you said, his dead. Right, but right, right. Those are two sides of the same coin. Meaning the fact that the the father-in-law is dead and all that's left is the katan oh, is a zero. Ah, right, so I know, right. Been... I actually wrote that. What you just said, I wrote in the side of my Gemara, that the brother-in-law was a katan and the father-in-law was not here. Yeah. Okay, says the Gemara, hello. Oh, really? You're not allowed says, Rav Yirmiya to Oven, you're not allowed to uh, to have uh, a case adjudicated when the Baalei Din are not there. Vaktani, We see that there's a Katan who's there, and still that case was adjudicated even though the Katan was there. There's a problem with Sumchus. What did Sumchus say? It's on the bottom of the previous page. Sumchus was not such a fan. Sumchus said three lines from the bottom. So therefore, we say that a katan is not allowed. So therefore, Rav is stuck. Omar, uh, Rav got a little bit annoyed because the machlokas between Sumchas and the other shita was a yachid Virabim. So Sumchas says, uh, sorry, uh, Rav says, Omar, pal kule, kule alma, the whole world is doubling down on me just to make me lose out on that. So everybody, uh, everybody is against me. The whole world is against me. So therefore, you guys are being ridiculous. It's yachid v'rabim karabim. Adahachi, while this was going on, the conversation in the base Medrash took off. And il igal gal milsa, the words traveled. Asa umata Rebbe And then the word reached Rebbe Abbo. Omar and Rebbe Abbo said to the base Medrash who was handling about this case, the brother-in-law versus the son who gets it. Lo Amar Didn't you hear about this statement of Reb Oshaya? of Yosef barchama Amar of Tinok, shetakaf be'avadav. If a Tinoch, uh, a, like a child, he takes uh, one of the servants that belongs to his father. The So this this little pisher of a kid takes one of the Avadim. I don't know uh, how he okay, got him to walk, but he got him to walk. He brought him in a field. He sat down like toddlers do and said, this is mine. Even though it wasn't his, it was a random field. omrim, We don't say Tanachi yagdil. We don't say that the kid gets to stay there until he becomes a gadol. You're a toddler. Get the heck out of here. What are you doing? You don't, you don't get this property. We'll see what happens when you're older, but you're a child and you, you're you're in, a, you're in a man's world. Get out of here. You're, you have no das. You're a zero. So that sounds a lot like sumchus except for one thing. They actually entertained this child. Namely, that a katan can play a role. Why? Because what did we say that the katan did is that when he gets older, there's a court case that's scheduled, which means that his role as a katan was the real deal. So therefore, we have the case of the tino, and that's being compared to our case of Rav Yirmiya and his brother-in-law about who gets the house. The Gemara says, midami ten lines down. How can you compare the two? Hasam in the case of the child, who uh, de mine delo kaim alei achazaka de'avua. When the child walked over to that property with an eved, there was nothing going on there. The kid just like walked into the neighbor's yard and said, "It's mine." That's that's not. There's no precedent for ownership there. But where the son lived in the same house as his father, Nebach, father died. Where do Yerushas typically go to the kid? So the kid has a halachic chazaka that the house should belong to him. Rav me is, uh, is down and out. Okay, good. Now let's get into this sugya about whether or not we are Mikabel Edim, Shalom Bifnei Baldin. Says the Gemara, Omar um, Ravashi Ashi, and potentially Ravasi. Very big difference in generations. Ravashi was a late Amora. Ravasi was a very early Amora. So the Gemara says, Amar Ravashi or Ravasi Ashi, of Shabtai, Mikabel Edim, Shalom Bifnei Baldin. Yep, we accept Adim, we adjudicate cases, even when the Baldin is nowhere to be found. Tahibar of Yochanan, which by the way indicates it's probably Ravasi, because they lived very similar times, or both very, very early Amorayim. So Tahibar of Yochanan, the <inaudible> Chima Kablin, Adim Shalobith Ne Baldin. Ravashi, Ravasi, what are you talking about? Says the Gemara, The only time when we have a kabbalah that we accept the testimony when it's shalobifne baldin, that's when there's an extenuating circumstance. Somebody is sick. The Edom are sick. Somebody had a ticket to go out of town. They had a ferry, whatever, they're leaving. The they sent for the guy below. in that case, yes. In those. Extenuating circumstances, we say that we're going to, going to adjudicate a case. That's fine, I understand. But in general, we don't do that. That's what Rav Yochanan pushed against Rav Ashi. Amar of Shmuel, he says, <coughs> Shmuel also very early Amorah, another hint that this Rav Ashi should have been Rav Ashi, that perhaps Shmuel also says that we are, that we accept Edom even though the not both of the baileya are present amar marukva le didi mifshalim ne Shmuel. i heard shmuel's exact swara as to why he felt that we're makabel adam shalobifne balden kigon de Pashule bedine they started the case in besden vishal khule velosa they started the case, and then the guy they they summoned him in the middle of the court case, and the baalei hadin didn't show up. In that case, Shmuel would agree. Aval lo paskul But if the case didn't start yet, then Matsi Omar le ona din If the case didn't start yet, then one of the baalei hadin, when they find out about this, can say, No, 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 no. I'm not doing this at the CRC. I'm going to the Sanhedrin in Yerushalayim. I'm not. I'm not doing the smaller communities. I want the real deal. So that's, you're allowed to do that, by the way. It's not like in American law. You can't just, when you have a court case in an appellate court, you can't just say, I'm going to the Supreme Court. The case is very rare cases. Only the big, big, really political complex cases go to the uh, go to the Supreme Court. It doesn't But here, a yid has a right to say, I'm going to Sanhedrin. They have the right to say that. Says the galera, what you're saying about Shmuel doesn't make sense that had it started versus had it not started. That's not true. Because i halfway down on Kuf Yud-Bez ki nami Even if they already started their opening remarks, even if they started in the CRC, they started in a local Bezden, still matzi Amar le le agodla zilna Still the guy who is a Baladin can say, I don't want to do this here. I want to do this in, uh, in, in Eretz Yisrael, in the Sanhedrin. So therefore, what's the case? Amar you're right. ki the nokat diska mi-Bezden ha This is where... A diska, which is basically a star, it's a letter that came from the Bezdan Agadol, which said, we will not be taking your case. In that case, says Shmuel, as quoted by a Talmud, by Marukva, that's where Shmuel said that we're willing to accept Valadin. If you started a case already, or if even if you didn't start, but we know that the Sanhedrin is not going to take your case, then Shmuel said that... Uh, that that's what we would do, Omar um, Rav. Unlike what we the case we've just been discussing, which is whether or not we accept edus. Here, Omar um, Rav, mikaymin es hashtar and This is a throwback we learned about this in previous mesechdas of verifying a star, just to verify that the star is valid, not accepting edus, just verifying the star. So uh Rav says that we're Mekhimen Hesashtar shlo bifnei baldin. We don't need the baldin there. Rav Omar ein This is a lower level concern. Nevertheless, we still have a machlokah some rhyme about it as to whether or not we are Mekhimen eshstar Rav Yochanan seems to be a party line animal. He says the same thing in both cases. He's not I'm not having it. He said you need the baldin to be there. Amar lach Rav Sheshis bar abahu. Asber allah tameh Rav Yochanan Rav Yochanan has a svara as to why the Baleah didn't have to be there. Says the Gemara two thirds of the way down, six lines before the wide lines. That if there was damage from an owner and the owner didn't watch the animal. It seems to be a little difficult to extract from the Pasuk, from the words, but the Chachamim extract from the words that the Baldin needs to be there. How do we Pasken? Wow. Not only do we Paskin like Rob that we can uh, verify a document, but even if the Balden, who's not in Bezden, is kicking and screaming and sending nasty, it doesn't matter. He, he, he loses. He's out. You are allowed to verify a document, even if one of the baalei din rejects that, uh, unless that guy's in court, if he's in court, he can have his he can have his fifteen seconds of fame. But if he's not in court, bezdin will basically verify in his absence. And the Omar, if this guy, let's say Shimon, Shimon is the one who's upset. Ruben's in court saying this looks verifiable. Bezdin says, yeah, no problem. All of a sudden, we hear we hear Shimon screaming outside of the courthouse. So the Gemara says the screaming won't help. But I need you to give me a little bit of time until I can bring witnesses. Umar Ana le so that I could ruin or undermine the star. That's fine. Uh, it's a stay. Uh, there's like legal term for this. Extension, stay of execution was what happened in my head. But we're not killing anybody here. A continuance. There. I knew you had a reason to be here. Thank you very much. I knew a continuance. so then 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 there's a delay of the verification of the document because we we need to prove that this is or is invalid and then for this guy if he shows up and brings his proof great and then the document can't be verified because he brought witnesses that it's not verifiable Ilo natrina bahab and if he doesn't come on time when he says then natrina bahab then we wait bahab monday thursday monday we've seen this before some of the most pleasurable chakrases ever is when you have bahab, the long tachanun, coupled with some slichos, it's givaldic Those are the days that I should show you little <laughs> bit of a break. Can yeah. can a I can so make I'm some bank, by the way. <laughs> I got to schedule them. I have to schedule the induction is really the harder part. It's not scheduling the bris. It's a little bit aggressive on the mobile side. Listen. <laughs> Does come up. There's a big shyland post postgame. If uh, like when people say to me, like, "Oh, um, we're getting an induction on Saturday." Can you What's be the, the go ram for a bris on Shabbos? What's induction? When you uh, uh, well, induce it's labor. Labdakids. Um, a lot of yeah. Pitocin's a common one. Yeah. Anyways, I I don't know. I'm just saying these are interesting shilas. Okay, let's go. Says the Gemara Bahab. And ilo Asa, if the guy never shows up even after Baab, then he gets a 90 day type of Chereb. Let's see what it looks like. Second of the wide lines. For the first 30 days, we don't fully verify this document to the point that we can go into his property and take his property. He's trying to go find money and he's trying to, to procure a loan. CA the middle thirty days, we're also not going to go into his property and uh, and act as though the loan has been the document has been verified. To Amar, he didn't yet find a loan and he's trying to figure stuff out. And as well, the last thirty days, so these are days, you know, sixty-one to ninety. To Amar gufe The buyer who's going to buy from him to give him the cash. He himself is looking for a loan. He's looking for cash. So we just give him some space. Now, if after 90 days, so we had a Bahab and then we had 90 days. If still this guy is dragging his feet, then we're done. Okay, the patience has run out. The judge is over. They write a document that allows you to take anything you want from his property in equal to what you're owed. Done. Now, here are all the Bahani Mili's. The Hanimili, Mili, when is this true to Omar Asina? That's if he says, I'll show up in Bezdin. However, Aval Omar Lo Asina, if he says, I don't plan to come to Bezdin, then forget you, La Alter Kasvinan, then we write this Adrachta right away. Very short, no Bahab, no 90 days, simple. So this assumes the previous case of the 90 assumed that he said, I'll be there, and then he didn't show up hani this is only talking about a loan. However, Pikadon, when it comes to a pikadon, la alter And the when we write the adrahtah that allows the uh, the plaintiff to go collect, that's only on That's uh, only on on the property, that's not on metaltalan, a lo. Why not on metal? Because if that the item that we're discussing is edible, and then you go through all this property, this all this like hoopla and bezdin, and then like the guy ate your gushers, the whole thing is over. For what? So we don't do it. And if the guy says no, I really didn't validate the star, the star that you validated. Uh, uh, but but there's nothing left for him to collect. So therefore, we don't write an adrachta that I can go into your property and take that which what I think is rightfully mine, unless it's on karka. Because if it's metaltalin, I could consume that well before you ever show up. The isle mikarkoi Malve, If the malveh does in fact have properties that function as a lean, then kasvinan, we would even write. A, uh, an adrachta metaltolin. It says the Gemara, Velohi, we don't pask that way. We do not write an adrachta anmetaltalin. Adrachta anmetaltalin lokasvinan, afal gabdi isle mikarkoi. Even though the metaltalin, like let's say for example, my car is tied to my house. That if I default on my payments for my car, they can come take my house. Let's say it was structured, that doesn't matter. Still, the concern is that the value of the car, which is the item in discussion, can greatly go down. You know, like they say, the second you drive a car off the lot, done. Your pricing has gone way down. Same deal. Cars, most cars depreciate in value over time. And another, inan Lay. When we write the adrahta, don't forget to tell the guy whose house you're about to walk into and take stuff. You gotta let him know. However, the Hanimili Dimikrab, that's only if he's in the neighborhood. If he's out of town, don't even bother. Go pick up the stuff from the person's house and move on. If he really is far away and but he has family members who live nearby. So then or you live in a place where there is caravans that go back and forth from where you are to the next place. We would end up waiting uh, in order to inform the owner up to twelve months. I guess this assumes that this was the upper limit of travel—six months each way. That's a long trip. It's a long time. And says the Gemara nine lines from the bottom. There was a case like this. Mar Acha, who we will soon see was a very strong person, he waited twelve months. Wherever he lived, he had to weigh twelve. One says the Gemara. you can't learn anything from Ravacha. Hasam He was very strong, and he adrachta Even had he known about the adrachta, you don't mess with Ravacha. And therefore, Your adrachta is adorable. Get off my property, or I'm going to kill you. It's very simple. The adrachta just didn't hold enough weight. That's what was going on with Ravacha, so you can't learn from him. A Hacha in a case without a Ravacha type in a regular case, perhaps we would have said Lo Azal B'Shabsa maybe, says the Gemara, we won't wait, only ad Azil Shliach Beshabsa. Uh that's, uh, what is that, tzlasa is three, that's a Tuesday, and then he shows up on a Wednesday Beshabsa and then on Thursday, all the cases adjudicated, that's all you have to wait, forget about the 12 months, maybe we don't have to wait that long at all. Amar hai shlucha when you have a shliach bezden, bezden sends someone out, uh, right, I don't know what the equivalent is in our in our culture, but a person who is a representative of the government. He has the halachic status of two people because Bezdin is unique. And because Bezdin is unique, they make this guy halachically. Uh, what are the parameters? Is halachically for what? For everything? No way. Says the Gemara, This guy is only strong enough to put someone into Shamta, to put someone into Aval psicha for the actual writing of the star of the Chayrem, that's not allowed. Why not? Because when you write the star of the Chayrem, somebody has to pay the sofer. And the person who has to pay the sofer is the guy in Chayrem. And therefore, if this guy, the Shliach Bezdin, who we're trying to say who functions Kibetre, if he does write, have a sofer, write that star to put whoever into uh into mamono since he's causing a loss of money to kaboy le safra because the person the subject about whom the khairem was written has to pay the sofer therefore low, therefore your bait status is very limited you're only the shleach bezdin is only treated like two people as it relates to the the verbal shamta of saying that you are now in khirem but having a sofa write it down is too far so very very limited scope then. Amaravina, Yavina and Zimna, When we talk about when we talk about the bezdin sending out a summons, namely when we're going to tell someone that they have to be brought to bezdin, who is allowed to do that? Says the Gemara apuma the It can be by mouth by the mouth of a woman, namely that a woman can say it. The apuma deshivave. Or you can go tell one of the neighbors. By the way, uh, Scotty Sheyers, my neighbor. So the bezdin can say Sheyers, go tell Phil he summoned to bezdin. To the wife or to that doesn't matter. A woman can do it. It doesn't matter. It's fine. This is only true when the guy was not in the city. However, but if in fact he was in the city, that's worse for trusting the woman or the neighbor. There, why not? Because a woman or a neighbor might argue de on top of Kufid They might argue, lo amrule. Uh, We should assume that they, the neighbor or the woman did not tell the person for sure someone from the rabbinical court found him, they don't need me. And it's only true if he doesn't live near and walk by the doorway of the bezdin. Although we also don't trust the woman or the neighbor to do so. Amre, they'll argue, "Who am I?" someone stuck their head out of bezdin and they told them, "I, they don't need me anymore." And as well, this is only true if he's there that day. we're concerned that perhaps they're going to forget. Omar Rava. I think this says the last din of the day, three more lines, four more lines. Um, it, the subject of a psicha, of a asiladina, of And it was written because he didn't come to Besdin. We wait until he comes to bezdin before we tear it up. Because he didn't listen to Besdin. We won't tear up the Kerem until he, till he does what he's supposed to do. Below, below, he—that's not the case. Kid Amar If he does, in fact, say that he's willing to listen, then we tear up the chirim. We're going to stop right here at these two dots and pick up on Shabbos an hour before Mincha, and we'll pick up at Amar of Chizda. Wishing you all a beautiful night.